Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hello, everyone. It's Anne Duffy. Welcome to the Just Do It podcast. I have some amazing guests for you today. Um, new friends, new dudes that I met. I met uh, one of our dear uh, guests today in St. Thomas at CE on the Beach with Manal Sampit. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Dr. Barry is co-owner of Dental Leadership LLC, which sponsors the do the dental, excuse me, the Dental Leadership Academy, DLA, to train dentists and others in the dental profession nationwide. Dr. Barry is a seasoned and savvy dentist with nearly three decades of expertise. She has received many certifications and awards demonstrating her highly successful career as a dentist and business owner. Because of her wealth of knowledge and expertise about business operations and the day-to-day management in healthcare environments, she is frequently invited to be a guest speaker. Hence, she's a guest on our podcast today. So, Hello, Zena. Hello, Dr. Barry. Nice to have you today. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if I can come back from that introduction. I'm going to do my best, though. Oh, I love it. It's so fun to hear something great about you. And I love I love uh, sharing that. And, it, and it's also my honor to tell you about her her um, her cohort, her partner in crime, her partner in expertise and success, Dr. Yvonne, Yvonne House. Let me tell you about her. Dr. Yvonne House is a co-owner of Dental Leadership LLC, which sponsors the Dental Leadership Academy, again, DLA, to train dentists and others in the dental profession nationwide. She has gleaned critical insights into dentistry to help dentists and their teams run their operations in systematic with systematic efficiency by teaching them tried and true techniques and by training them on continuous improvement principles and tools to reduce waste, work closely with the vendors and improve staff patient interactions. You are the mega team. Please help me welcome Dr. Yvonne House and Dr. Zena Berry. Welcome ladies to the podcast today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Well, let me just say that your ears must have been burning yesterday on our coffee chat uh, during the time of our coffee chat because we do coffee chats or doing coffee, we call it uh, every Wednesday mornings from 9.30 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And one of our dues was just bragging and bragging about your article in the winter edition of Do Light. And I just did a podcast with her, Jamie Marble, uh, right before I did one with you. And I was excited to actually have you both on because Jamie was talking about, she read your article and she has used your method in Great. her latest yeah. um, consultation that she did with the dental team, as she brought strength finders to the dental team and then used your entire article. She was just going on and on about it. So everybody's like, oh my God, I got to read that again. I got to take notes. And and Jamie just said, even in the podcast we just had, that she was going to reread it again, make sure she gets it down. So I am just so proud of you because apparently what you wrote about is a little different than what's all what's already out there. Right. And so the neat thing about it is the the, uh, the 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 what I took away from it, there's a difference right between teaming and team building. And so let's start there. Uh, first of all, your article is called If Unique is What You Seek, Use Teaming. And again, ladies, it's in the winter edition of 
our uh, Do Life publication. Um, and so tell me, what is how is teaming different from team building? Let's get started. I'll take that one. <laughs> okay, so the way that I try to explain it so that people get it is to compare a chicken and a pig. So a chicken lays an egg. That's a one-time thing. You know, yay, the egg has been hatched. Okay. A pig, on the other hand, has to be fully committed. So you get ham, you get bar uh, ribs, you, you get bacon, you get all of these different products for a pig because he is totally committed to the process. So um, when you think of team building, you're thinking of a one-time activity, pretty much. You know, you might do a ropes course or you might have a meeting and there's activity and then you go away. In teaming, it's a process. And we use process improvement because we're experts in performance excellence, which is tied to continuous improvement based on the Malcolm Barge national quality or performance excellence criteria. So that's what we we preach um, is about improvement. So teaming is one of those tools and techniques that we have found over the years that works really well um, to look at particular processes that may or may not be working within your practice or within the practice or a new initiative that you want to implement. So teaming has steps that uh, you have to adhere to in order to get the biggest bang for the buck, so to speak. One of those steps, or an initial step, is to create a team charter, which was not specific in this article, but it's mentioned. Okay, so the charter specifies how long you're going to meet, which can't be more than six times. Um, somewhere between four and six is about maximum. Um, it talks about a facilitator as opposed to a committee chair. Because, you know, we found that committees over time, you know, they just keep going on and on and on without results. And since we're focused on results and we're focused on excellence, then there has to be some parameters around this teaming process. So the charter uh, that we have created, as mentioned <laughs> in the article, but not necessarily shown, um, specifies those things that you have to adhere to. Um, you identify a quality advisor, usually that's the dentist. Um, you identify uh, the participants on the team, and they can be a, it can be a cross-functional team where you may have a front desk person with a hygienist, with a, a dental assistant, or it can be by department where you have all hygienists working on something or all dental assistants working on something. We've done it different ways within different practices. Um, and then the team has, uh, like I said, a time limit, but also it specifies um, exactly what they're going to work on. And that's another difference between uh, teaming and team building because it specifies this is the topic. Here are here's why we have to um, you know, investigate and find result, find answers to kind of come up with a solution. Um, it specifies who's going to be on the team and it specifies the date when they're going to meet, how long they're going to meet, usually no more than an hour and a half. 
And then you sign off. The people who are on it make a commitment to it by signing off on it. And then you print, present it to each team meeting. You go back over it just to get the full commitment of the team. And um, the first meeting that you hold, the quality advisor, the dentist, for example, would be involved with this team leader because they are roles. But then after that, that quality advisor goes away and leaves the work to the team. That's another thing um, that's different. And what we found is, you know, people want to have that kind of opportunity to be involved in decision making. They want to have that kind of involvement to come up with new ideas and to vet them. They want to improve the processes because one of the things we ask, you know, first and foremost is what's the biggest room in the world? And the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. So given that <laughs> being part of our philosophy, then we have to live up to that expectation. So that's kind of how teaming works. I mean, there are other elements to it. And I'm so glad to hear that other people have, you know, started to look at this process as a way to improve within their own practices, because we found it to be a very successful process. And we've been using it for 20, 25 years. We just, this is just the first time we actually took an article to the level where we actually got it published. But we've been using a team charter. We've been using uh, the roles and responsibilities of the team, you know, because you have to have a timekeeper, you have to have a scribe. We have uh, been using an evaluation, uh, different ones at the end of each meeting to see how well the meeting went. And we've gotten great results. Well, that that now the evaluation piece is in, in is a, in the article. Yes, one article of the, really we gave funny. an example of one of the ones that we use. Yeah. So the what the the thing I'm curious about, uh, Dr. House, is that you so you start with the end result. You you start with like this is yes. what we want to accomplish, and then you then you start the team the teaming. And so exactly. that's why you say it's just, it's, it, uh, to me, this seems so logical because you actually will find an answer and you just don't beat a dead horse because right. sometimes like what you're saying is like you have committees and the committees, all they do is talk and you don't have, you don't have uh, like you look, you get six times to get the six meetings together right. to get right. the results we want. And a lot of times it's the results aren't clear. So you sit down you just start talking. Then if you're, if I'm on your team, if I'm in your if I'm on and team building, I'm going to be talk, talking about what I'm having for dinner because that's that's me. I'm a disruptor of uh, you know uh, executing probably. So it sounds to me like you really um, you get results better, and then also give ownership to the team members, which helps improve their leadership, exactly. individual right. leadership. So I love that because I do think people want to have a say. Yes, this sets it up for everybody is important in that team building process. And it doesn't have to fall all on the shoulders of the doctor. Or that's right. The person that's, you know, running another 20 things in the background. Exactly. So, so what would you like to say about that, Zena? How have you used that in your practice? Well, let me say one of the biggest impact that it's made. So let me just give you some disclaimers first. Let me, let me give you some information. Dr. House was my coach. And I was honored to be able to join forces with her and become a part of the company and create DLA. So she has been working with me for more than my career and making sure she's developed the process and what she's talking about now. So one of the things that I did at the office is labs. And this is something that colleagues can relate to. Labs can make or break you. 
However, it's it's too late when we're at chairside and trying to deliver the product. There has to be a way that we can find out and identify if the product is going to work or not to a reasonable ex extent. So with this whole teaming process, we put together a team, front desk, a dental assistant, myself, and a um, I think it was the treatment plan coordinator. And what we did was try to figure out where are the errors and how can we overcome this. So what we did was we put it together such that the lab would give us the product and we would do a check-in process. So quality improvement, but we make sure it fits. We make sure it works. We make sure that everything is done outside of the mouth. So when we come chair side, we need to be able to, to deliver and execute because patients are expecting you to deliver. They want it to be comfortable they paid a lot of money and they want to be able to go back to their regular life, right? Well, if we only get one chance to do that, and the last thing a patient wants to hear is I got to redo, I got to redo. And what Dr. Howes calls this is errors. Lord knows that changed my whole career, the word error. And with that lab having all these errors, I had to identify and get that out of the system so that I could be successful. So what we've done is we've created a process where we check in everything. We make sure we identify all of those areas where there could be a problem. And we have then put a bin together, this can go forward. If we need to redo something that's done before the patient comes in, and we normally have it back so that we don't have to change the appointment. Post-COVID and the great resonations uh, era that we're in, that has worked tremendously. And it's decreased my cost because I'm not redoing work. So thank you, Dr. Howes. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> so, so to be clear then, Dr. Berry, so so to use a teaming process with this, every time you have a, a case, for instance, let's just use a bridge, you actually bring the, you do the teaming strategy around yeah. that particular case. So this is something that's ongoing. You always, and I guess the, yeah, the end result would be that it fits, they can go home and get back to their life before you just kind of like make it up as you go. Because I mean, most offices, they get it and they kind of make it up as they go. And, you know, the office I just, I just came from, do, they do a lot of redos. And right. the patient's a little frustrated on that. I think a lot of people do not want to leave work again, do not want to come back, don't want to get childcare. And so this eliminates um, a, a major pain point just by your team working together and know who's in charge of what aspect of, of the uh, of the conversation, I guess. So you've got well, everybody on board. Right. So the way it works. Okay. So let me, let, let's dive into the details of it just so that my colleagues can really understand exactly how we do it. So the case comes, first of all, the lab slip going out has to be accurate. So okay. doctors and, and dental assistants, we have to make sure that's correct. So digital formatting is, is very common in our world today. So our lab slips are no longer written. They are done digitally and they're done by email basically. So with that, that has to be correct. When the case comes back, my front desk checks it in, but they make sure that all the components of what I'm requesting is checked in. So I ask for, if I do a crown, just like you said, a bridge, I need the bridge, but I also need the model. So in our digital world now, normally they don't give you models back. They just give you a product in a bag and you're supposed to be able to take that product to the mouth. You have no idea if it's going to fit. You don't know if it's the interproximal contacts are incorrect, the occlusion. I mean, da, 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 I can go on and on and on. However, the point that I'm making is being that I have that model, I'm able to check. I'm able to take the x-rays. I'm able to check the contact. I'm able to check the, the fit. Everything that I need to know prior to me getting to the patient's mouth, I have. 
So when I go to the patient's mouth, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I'm probably going to be very successful because I've already done the preliminary work. And everybody has a certain specific job to to be, uh, everybody has something specific to be accountable for in that process. Yes. And at one time that didn't exist. So they used the teaming process um, to look at it as how can we improve it? Okay. And then they got in the trenches and came up with a step-by-step plan of action over six weeks or uh, over a period of time, no more than six times they met so that they could come up with a step-by-step process, a checklist, whatever was going to be necessary in order to improve it. Because that that's really what you want to do. Like um, W. Edwards Deming talks about 80% of the problems within organizations, whether it's a dental office or a hospital or whatever, 80% of those problems are due to lack of processes. Mm-hmm. So what Dr. Barry has been able to do is look at the major processes within her practice and identify where there are hiccups and then put a team together, whether, you know, to start trying to address it so that uh, it stops being a hiccup and it becomes a, a, a routine successful effort that the patient doesn't have to, you know, I guess be dissatisfied. Okay, because you want your parents, you want your patients to be satisfied with the work that they come in, you know, once they get in there. So uh, the the teaming process has helped uh, her and her staff look at, okay, here's the process, lab in progress. They've looked at inventory and stock. They've looked at um, front desk procedures and, you know, whether or not those working. Uh, and if not, you know, what do we need to do? So the, the teaming process comes as a result of, you know, processes that are, are not working as well or for a new initiative. You know, some of the things that she's put in place are, you know, reward systems for her employees. You know, um, she already has some things, but then to sit down and say, you know, through a teaming process, what else could we be doing to recognize and appreciate our employees through a teaming process and they came up with ideas and uh so it works i love this because it's like then you can get off the hamster wheel so in other words you finish this you get this process in place and then the next hiccup there's a lot of hiccups in a dental office right that's right that's when you got you get a teaming for that you do a six a six-time meeting get the processes in place so that everybody knows exactly what they need to do no matter what's happening in the dental office Love that. You know what that reminds me of? It's go slow to go fast. Right. Because so many people want to just jump over all that work. And then I also love the idea of bringing teams together. But I want to get, I want to continue then. And how do you apply learning or teaming? How do you apply, how do you apply teaming and work as executive coaching coaches and master trainers? Because I know both of you have this executive coaching and master trainer uh, business. So one of the things that we've been able to do with a, a, a client, let's just take one of our clients as an example. And this individual individual practitioner is starting out new, basically. So been in practice less than two years or so and having the understanding of what is expected and how do we get to the end game. So one of the products that we have in DLA is called a dental dashboard. 
And we use this dashboard in order for the dentist to have a snapshot understanding of what's happening in the practice. So productivity, you have collections, you have 90 days past due or you know insurance aging, all of that information is at a snapshot. But what it really does is it gives us the ability as practitioners to identify very quickly what's wrong in that dashboard, what's not working well. And that teaming aspect of making sure that the front desk, your treatment plan coordinator, your hygienist and the doctor are all on the same page and all getting the same results. So if the productivity is we're supposed to be able to produce on today $10,000, but what we actually produced was $6,000. So what happened to the $4,000? Typically it's related to scheduling or it's related to an absenteeism or something that didn't, that was beyond your control, but it really is in your control, but you have to identify what the problems are. And that teaming process helps to do that. So is there a problem in our confirmation system? Is there a problem in our collections process? Is there a problem in the laboratory and getting our product back as far as the delay? So that snapshot of information helps that leadership of the organization become more efficient become more profitable, become solid in what they're doing as far as leading their staff. That's what we do at DLA. Yeah, that's a, that's a great blueprint. That is a great blueprint. Very well said. And also, I, I, I really love the idea that everybody takes ownership in it and that you allow that because I, I think so often you feel like you're really just showing up and you, you're not part of the solution. And, and, and people that we want to work with want to be part of the solution. That's that's your your best team member, uh, Yvonne. Would you like to weigh in on that a bit? Well, I think she said it well. We've had uh, several clients. Uh, we again, it's back to processes. Once you identify identify what your major ones are, then if there are places along the line that are not working as efficiently as you need them to, you can get that team to start looking at how you can remedy the situation. So in the the dashboard that Dr. Barry is referring to. A dentist can look at that and say, you know, this is how much have a target for a particular day, a daily target. And if that dashboard shows that you didn't meet that target, then you can drill down and figure out what caused that not to happen. Um, and uh, or if you have a target for your dental hygienist, which we recommend you do, because that's one of your main staff in your office, you have a tar daily target for them. You look at what that is, let's say it's $1,500, hypothetically, but they only came in at 13. So is that a reasonable um, tactic? Is that fine? Or do you need to look at that closer if it's continuing over a period of time and she's only coming in or he's only coming in at 13 when the daily target is 15 and you've run that now for six days, it gives you an opportunity to say, what is it that's causing us not to meet this target? And again, we look at things like scheduling, we look at uh, cancellations is a big, that's another process that we've had to look at and put under the microscope and say, what's causing these cancellations and what do we need to do about them? Do we need to have you know a different kind of um, experience with our patients so that they are not missing their appointments? So, uh, we know it works um, and we've had great results with it and we're very pleased with the way our company is going and you know so keep, keep on it. doing it. Keep on, I mean, <laughs> yeah, first of exactly. all there's no, then there's no skeleton 
excuse me, skeletons in the closet. Right. I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, like I can't sleep at night because I don't know what's going on in my practice. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there's a lot of things that give peace of mind to uh, the the leader in the in the office and also just everybody there because I think if you've if you've nurtured and you in your culture is that of teaming, uh, you know everybody is can celebrate the wins. And we talked about this on, on the previous podcast is to be able to, you know, I, I love the idea that there's a solution here and then you mm -hmm. can actually uh, celebrate the moments and not have to, you know, wait to, till like you have to get this big, you, 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 you actually start something, you get a solution, you get the process and you, you complete it. And then you just keep doing that over and over again with things that pop up. But there's there's that's great sense of, um, again, uh, peace when you have uh, those tools in your in your toolbox to be able to complete that um, those assignments. And it's, it sounds like a really great way to go. Tell me, how, how do we get in touch with you? Because you two are on um, our radar and your article is great. Again, anybody read this article and then reach out. Their information is in this publication. But how do we get in touch with you if uh, our, any of our audience would like to reach out and find out more about this? Because you certainly hit a chord with the dues that were on our, we had like 25 dues yesterday on the coffee chat and on doing coffee. And you hit a chord. Everyone's like, oh, God, I'm going to go back and read that article. So very, very good, <laughs> ladies. It's neat to bring, you know, we, we think we know everything sometimes. And it, 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 it's um, the same old thing. But you brought something new to the table. And I'm, I'm really proud of you for doing that. And I appreciate your, your uh, writing it for us and sharing it. How do we get in touch with you if, if we want to contact you? Go ahead, Dr. House. Well, um, we have we have a website. Uh, it's called DLAleadership.com. So you can go on and find out more about each of us as well as uh, the tools that we've identified that are that we know work. Um, and uh, it tells more about the executive coaching and all of that. But we also have our independent emails as well. And it is uh, mine is Yvonne House, H-O-W-Z-E at bellsouth.net. Uh, and Dr. Berry's is uh, Dr. Period Z Berry <laughs> at three, no, 325. Z Berry, yep. Mm -hmm. At 325, what is yours, dot com? Uh, Gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, and if there are people that you think we should reach out to, we'd be happy to do that as well. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about that I know is uh, really important to you and uh, the other do uh, many of the other do's is the Gallup Strengths Finder mm -hmm. uh, process, and we use that. Uh, I'm a certified coach in the Strength Finder um, arena, and so we use that also as a basis for setting up these teams. Because in Dr. Barry's case, in her office. Um, everybody had the assessment done, we identified their top five, and then we could help with matching them, you know, also on the team, and then everybody knew what everybody else's uh, top five strengths were, and uh, sharing that information with them uh, has helped uh, with understanding how to work more effectively as well. So Gallup is a, a significant part of our work, um, as well as, you know, uh, all the other things that we've been talking about. Yeah, well, you guys have so much expertise. You're not going to believe this, though, uh, 
Yvonne, because I mean, this is so funny because that's what exactly what Jamie did with her team. Then she went into consulting. She used Gallup and then used your teaming, but she didn't know that she has not heard this podcast before. So again, you're really speaking to the do's and you're like, really, yeah. you just slid right in there um, and to make a difference here and to use all the tools that we believe and love. And I, and, right. and, and honestly, um, Zena, when we first met at, uh, in St. Thomas, yeah. you Gallup coaches or right. Gallup, Gallup strength finders. I know all about this. You've got to get with my coach, my, you know, my mentor. And, um, and that's when you introduced me to Dr. House. So this is just really, really fun ladies being with you today. And thank you for, you know, giving the shout out to strength finders. But again, it's about giving people the opportunity to, to lean into their, their individual God-given talents and strengths yeah. and to see them shine through that yeah. and then shine together. As they say, you know, I have other gifts and so, mm -hmm. so let's, let's, let's do some teaming together. <laughs> All right. All right. Ladies, thank you so much. We're going to have this uh, in on the show notes. Everybody will, they'll know how to get in touch with you and uh, where to find your article. And then it'll be on LinkedIn and all those good places. So they will be, I'm sure reaching out and, um, and just thank you for, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, we, yeah. we have really enjoyed it. It was really fun uh, getting to know you, Dr. Barry, and now you, Dr. House, um, you know, welcome to the do community. So thanks everybody Thank that's listening. And remember, most importantly, keep doing you. Thanks everybody. Right. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast hosted by Ann Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.